Okay, how's everybody doing? Good. FCG podcast number, drum roll, please. 18. <laughs> oh, wow, that's amazing. Is that right? Yeah, it is. 18? Yeah. I promise it is. Oh, wow. that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm proud of us. I'm, I'm, I'm being fact-checked. Fact <laughs> oh, please be the fact-checker. You'll have checker. to physically count. It's going to take forever. Uh, but no, it doesn't. 18. It says 18. That's so right. this is episode 19, Ooh. so you're wrong. That's not right because there's a welcome episode. Yeah, well, he's right. <gasps> so, he's right. Yeah. Okay. He's well, what's everybody drinking? Wow, right into Just it. Just right into it. Don't waste no time. I mean, while you're fact checking, I figured we could talk about it. I did fact check. Okay, RA. all right. Yeah. Well, what you got, Lisa? I got my use, and even though it's cold, I've still got ice. What is it's it? It's not terribly cold today. No, so. it's, it's not too what bad. What is it, though? It's you a haven't told us what it is. A little bit of misty rain. Um. Well, I guess everyone could probably guess. <laughs> I mean, do you know what you're going to build it up? Here. Wow, I should never introduce our podcast. <laughs> I'm really bad. Okay, no, uh, you're not. it's uh, I mean, it's I'm going to say it's a lavender latte with oat milk. <laughs> Come on, guys, y'all knew I that. I said that really fast. I was about to just wow. cut in and Sorry. be like, lavender I, I oat milk latte. Ice. I drank it out for the audience. Okay, <laughs> I have a. It's hot- all for you. What is that? <laughs> I have a hot black coffee. Wow. Good. <laughs> I have a, um, a tall jug of still mineral water <laughs> and a glass bottle. That's so weird. $25 bottle of water. Yeah, it's probably $40. Yeah, how, much, how much was that bottle of water? Don't lie. Um, I think it was $4. What? No, it wasn't. It was, you no, better, it was so more it was than that. Reduce, and they asked for a tip on it. and recycle. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tip. Pretentious and then, there. Um, <laughs> I have a cold brew too, so I like to stay hydrated while I drink my coffee. Okay. We go there so much, and then he wasn't sure about part of our order, so he walks across. <laughs> yeah. No, he came and over he and says, he goes, "Now, which one of you have no, half the sweet?" No, no, and I was like, "Obviously me." Half-skies. No, you didn't hear the whole thing. Okay. So, what's the name on the order every week? Sullivan. So he walks over. We're there all the time, and he goes, "Uh." Sullivan, um, question about this: which 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 coffee had half <laughs> half skis? Like, I how does he not know one of our first names? I told them at the coffee shop. I work. I have worked at a coffee shop, and it takes me. It took me, and I don't remember things easily. Like, well, that's not a good confession. I right. remember everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time. Before I knew my identity in Christ, uh-huh. I didn't. Ooh, <laughs> way to tie it in, <laughs> yeah, girl. I was tie it in. <laughs> and it took me approximately a person coming in two to three times to remember yeah. literally their order. I didn't even have to ask. I feel like we've been two hundred at least. I mean, we go once a week for a year. Over a, well, sometimes twice. Yeah, and it's been over a year, right? For sure. So then, I mean, it's one been to two h- times. So that's truly over a hundred. At least a hundred times. And they're, they're like, have y'all, the that one time I cracked up when they were like, have you ever tried our chai latte? It's so good. I was <laughs> like, that's what I get every week. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I thought that. Which is what I'm drinking today. There and I have go. not had one since August wow. because I've been changing up my diet mm-hmm. and I know it's full of sugar and it's my favorite drink. But I'm going to be honest, it is tasting real sweet. Mm. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do sugar. You get a half sweetie next time. Yeah, yeah they told half me they seeds. could do that, but what does that mean to powder? Like they just oh, put half the powder. The, the sugar's in the powder already. Yeah. 
You trust me. I've tried to make it without sugar. That is a good just question. It's not the same. It's not. Oh, it's horrible. So it would yeah. just be half the chai <laughs> and half the sugar. Right. That's what I'm. That's why I never get it half sweet. Nah, that just sounds it. yucky. Because it's just, <laughs> just going to be like one scoop of chai and like milk. Yeah. you don't, That's what they would do. It sounds yucky to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, it's been... <laughs> It's been a great start to this podcast. I can't wait till we start like live streaming or whatever. Uh Yeah. And then you can see all the weird stuff Will does when we're doing this. It's so distracting. Also, when Lisa starts online shopping. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We look over and she's scrolling. Well, I can't help it if like Madewell's having a sale and they just tell me about it during our podcast. Which is hilarious because you're not going to get a text back from Lisa. Never. No. But no. if Madewell sends her a text, hey, you better believe it. She's going to check it out. And 10%. she'll chime in with an amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. amen. I'm right. just listening to everybody. Wow. Hey, is in Lisa a little bit. Well, I think we're on the third or fourth week third. now. Third week third. of talking about our identity in Christ and... Um, Last week when we were talking about it, I started to really think about faith and how that plays into this. And I was trying to make sure that it would tie in with this series and everybody thought it would. So we're going to try it today and uh, hopefully you get something out of it. But I think either way, we're going off the word, so you'll get something for sure. But um, I'm going to start with this. I want to start with Hebrews 11, chapter 1. Before I do, though, just to catch you back up to speed, you know, we, we've been talking a lot on... Um, what we can hear, taste, feel, touch, and smell, and how the normal thing to do sometimes is to uh, meditate on that more than um, really than anything else. And it's it's the opposite of what we should be doing. You know, we should be meditating on what the Word says about us, who the Word says we are, because that's our real identity. Our emotions are not always going to be true, but the Word is always going to be true. It's never going to fail or let us down. So, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, you've probably heard it before, but it says, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. And the rest of the verse, I mean, the rest of the chapter really, is just recounting all these testimonies. And we're going to probably dive into some of them today, but all these key figures in the Old Testament and throughout Scripture and everything that they did, it starts off, it was by faith. It was by faith. Uh, it was by faith that Abraham did this. It was by faith that Isaac did this. It was by faith that Jacob did this. On and on and on. Um, and it's just so powerful to think about because, you know, we have a perfect example right here. When we're struggling to, uh, to, to see things, faith literally is sometimes things that we cannot see right then. Uh, it's things that we're hoping for, but we cannot see. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today, what faith means, and just some examples that we have in our lives of that and and how that has strengthened our identity in Christ. Yeah, because when we're talking about what meditating more on what you can hear, taste, feel, smell, or touch, did I repeat anything? No, Mm-mm. it's fine. Okay. You get it. Yeah. Um if you meditate more on your senses, what that means in like real time is that you are a person that would say, well, I just fly off the handle. I mean, it's just who I am. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all the, I'm just, I'll just use us as an example. I mean, it's not something we say, but like, oh, the prices, they are just 
they are just impatient people. Mm. You know, people say that about their families. Like, oh, that's just, that's just the temper. Right. It's just the temper, you know, like I can't. And so you're meditating on believing that's who you are. Mm. And so like what the scripture is saying is like, um, which BJ kind of, I mean, I might pass it over to you because you were talking about it before in our pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-show. <laughs> our pre-show. Coming at you Which in is, 2024. This is the fourth time I've said that, and that's the first time you laughed. Coffee at FCG pre-show. Pre-show. It's true. What is That is what, it is. what it, we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so in these verses where Abraham, by faith, God said, this is what you're going to do, and you know, Abraham, you are going to be the father of many nations. So Abraham in that moment didn't have a son, didn't have a way to be the father of many nations. So he could have very well been like, I am infertile or whatever, like whoever it was in that case or one or both of them, like, and just continue to believe that's who he was or because that's what he saw. That's what he felt. That's what Uh he could touch and believe. Or he could say, actually, although I don't have a kid, this is what God said about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I think, you know, that's honestly why some, this is just my opinion, my hot take on why some people don't get healed, <laughs> even yeah. if they believe in healing. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may not get healed because they don't believe that God wants them well mm-hmm. or wants them to be healed. Some people believe that it's a choice that God makes, not mm-hmm. we make. <clears throat> And I think that people sometimes take their sickness as an identity, mm-hmm. as a part of yeah, who they are. They do. You know? Well, I love that in the story of Abraham that he was seeing things in the natural. He got alone with the Lord. God spoke a word to him, told him who he he was and what God was seeing in him and what and um like prophesying life into him. And then he even gave him physical signs. Mm. That was like cool because I feel like Abraham physical signs, a physical picture, physical picture. Yeah. yeah, Like to, to help his imagination and like to help the, the hope grow. And I just think that's so cool of God to do that because Abraham was obviously a visual person. He's like there, there, I have no kids and the Lord was like, but I'm going to show you exactly that. And I feel like by saying the st- as yeah, many as the, the stars, stars in the, the sky, sand, everything, as many as the sand. and I'm going to change your name. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just think that is so powerful. And that word, instead of not just the flesh, what he could see, taste and hear and smell, but God spoke a word to him and gave him a picture to let that start to paint another picture on the inside of him. I just think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And then he had to act on it. Yeah. Like you have to act on your faith. Otherwise it's not real or it's not alive. Faith without works Mm -hmm. is dead. And Abraham, I mean, he could have refused the word of the Lord. Like him and Sarah had to come together Mm -hmm. intimately to become a mother and a Mm -hmm. father. Had they never done that, that word from the Lord would have just Mm -hmm. been out in the air, never acted upon. I mean, God doesn't force people to do things, but through faith, Abraham and Sarah, this is my euphemism, Abraham and Sarah came together (laughs) and conceived a child. And uh, that's pretty awesome because it went against who he was in the natural. Yeah. 200, well, who they were, 200 year old people who had never been able to have children. Can you imagine for, I don't know, probably 85 years, they tried at least to have children 
or, 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 you know, came together and never had children for 85 years. And after 85 years, all of a sudden, um, this word from the Lord sparked life inside Sarah's womb. And I mean, and, and to just, even in that same story, like he got a word from the Lord and he got super excited about it Mm -hmm. and tried to make it happen on his own. Um, and not the, not the way the Lord, you know, like not the way the Lord intended it, but even in his mistake, even in all of that, he was still the most blessed. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, even in our mistakes, when we try to, you know, God says, Hey, you're going to, you know, I don't know, you're going to own your own business Mm -hmm. and you go out and you make, you know, this huge investment and maybe it's not where the Lord told you to do it or whatever, but God's still so good. He can turn it all around for you and like grow, grow your family, grow your business, grow whatever it is. Um, I like, I I like the two sides of that, but really the Lord was talking about him and Sarah having a baby. That's, that was the promise for him. But he, he just went and he got a little overzealous, I think. Right. Well, (laughs) maybe I I think it may have, it was almost the, they both did. Cause it was like, they were trying to figure it out. It was almost the opposite. When I read the story, I just kind of see Sarah come into Abraham kind of ornery. And she's like, listen, the Lord said we'd have a kid, but you know, that's not happening. So here's a servant. Yeah. yeah. Take the servant. It's true. almost like more ornery than excited about it. But, yeah. uh, well, yeah, they were trying to, they were trying to either way they tried make on their it own happen. to make it happen. Yeah. 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 Well, and impatient. Really. Yes. Yeah, really. I mean, I, um, when you said that about Abraham, like it just made me think most of the time God is going to call you to something that doesn't make sense to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, like if you, if, if you're dreaming, well, hopefully just, you know, that you are dreaming with the Lord. Mm -hmm. If you're not, you should start. Um, But if you're dreaming with the Lord, it should scare you. Like it really should be not a fear, but like it should, it should be like to you, this is not like. Yeah. This will not happen without the Lord. Like even, I mean, honestly, even me, like, being comfortable to like preach. I mean, I was, yeah, I know I've said this on here before, but I'm just telling y'all, I was so shy. Like I was one of the shyest people I know, like, um, and I, I, it just wouldn't have happened without the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, still like, um, I still, I really have to be in not my own strength because if I can get, I, every single time I preach on a Sunday, I'm, Mm -hmm. I have to, what I spend like a week having to resist anxiety over it that no, it's not going to make sense. I'm going to get up there and forget everything I've wrote. Like I just, this whole thing, like I, nobody's going to hear what I say. I sound like an idiot. Like I, (laughs) this makes no sense. Like I, I just can't explain it. And like, I even see now like, okay, that's a step in the process of like a bigger thing. God's called me to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you, when God says, because we've spent two weeks talking about like what the word says you are like that being a part of your identity. But even further than that, like God has a purpose and a plan for you as your identity, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's separate from like, you're always what the word says you are. Right. But then like, if you dream with the Lord, you get to be that too. If that makes, am I making sense? Like there's a second, like each one of us, here's what I'm trying to say. Each one of us in this room has the same identity in Christ when it comes to like who the word says we are. Mm-hmm. And then we each have different callings yeah. mm-hmm. that also being a part of who mm-hmm. we are. And like 
we know that because we dream and spend time with the Lord and you have to, you have to do that. Like to get that for yeah. yourself. I like what BJ said about, you know, Abraham had to act on it. And it's the same thing, like what you're saying, like, you know, getting ready to speak and okay, well, anxiety comes in. Well, you have to put that faith to work. What mm-hmm. you, you know, you're believing in what the word says about, you know, you're not an anxious person. Okay. You have those feelings, but you're yeah. putting your faith into action. You know, um, a hundred million dollars times zero dollars is zero is still zero. You have to put something to it in order to really make it happen and make it work. And as much as we can, even, even as much as we can know our identity, if we are not acting it out every day, we're renewing our mind every day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're not going to see a change. We're not going to, we're still going to deal with the same things we dealt with before. And we're going to give the enemy an open door to come in and bring sickness and come in and bring, you know, lack and all these things. So we have to put it into work. I mean, you have to start seeing yourself differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people That's in good. 2024 really love seeing themselves as anxious people. Like yeah. it is like a cute thing. People have T-shirts. Anytime I have the opportunity to say this, I'm just going to say it because it makes me so mad. Like. When I see people rid of the with T-shirts that say, I run off anxiety and coffee or I run off I anxiety and Jesus. Jesus. It yes. about I just me saw out. one of those. Like I, how is that even those cute? Those two things don't go together. No. The Jesus word of, said, be anxious for, for nothing. nothing. No things. I mean, we have been, I don't know if we're getting off topic, but that's all right. Like I, yeah. we, cause it is, people have taken that to be a part of who they are. We need yeah. to do an altar call where we ask people to throw, to bring their shirts. <laughs> shirts. Yeah. Throw them the anxiety shirts. Cause bring from them the out. bottom yeah. of my heart, I can't take it if I see it. I'm Mm-mm. like, this is not cute. And like, honestly, I, it's this, like, it may not be relevant to, you know, maybe the older generation, but like, Millennials, Gen Gen Z, that's what's after. Um, and the one below that, I don't know if they're on the internet X, yet. Z Alpha. I think it, I know it's out. It doesn't matter. Like I'm just that. saying, like memes are the way of the world right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like cute little me- they're like. There's even full news sites. I mean, um, the Babylon Beat like that are dedicated to, like, just doing memes is mm-hmm. like for memes news and satire. Yeah, and so I'm saying that because like. People are trying, like, I really think it's the enemy that is mm-hmm. pushing, like, things like anxiety because oh, it sure. runs people's life in a cute, like, little meme way. It's yeah. not cute. And it keeps you from, ever. it keeps you from operating out of who you are It absolutely Christ. does. So Romans 12, 2, Romans 12 is an amazing chapter. Um, we quote part of, we quote it a lot around FCG. Um, you have the verse Brittany just brought up, uh, not by not by calling it a verse, but don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Uh, basically, what Paul's saying here is that if we don't on purpose, and this might have been said in the past three weeks, so I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to go to the next verse. Uh, if we don't on purpose look into the Word, I know we talked about this, that the mirror, James calls the Word our mirror, uh, and see who we are in Christ, we will default to thinking the way the world thinks. Yeah. And the world, like Brittany said, thinks with its senses. Yeah. yeah. What can I see, taste, touch, hear, smell? What is directly in front of me? That is the truth. It's the only truth. And in real life, though, for the believer, it's the furthest thing from the truth. It will literally pass away. Mm-hmm. Like in one million years from now, all these cares of the world will seem like nothing. We'll realize 
that there was a, a more real world. There was a more real truth, but we have to on purpose act on our faith instead of acting on thinking like this world. Mm-hmm. So speaking of faith, this is a great verse and it's directly following the renew your mind verse, Romans twelve three. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Now, some people stop there, but we're not going to stop there. We will for a second. But people kind of take that as saying, like, be humble. Don't think too much of yourself. Really, this is saying don't think too much of yourself or don't think too little of yourself. Mm -hmm. It says think soberly. Mm -hmm. That means neither extreme. Mm -hmm. Don't be like, well, I'm just a sinner, filthy rags. Don't think I'm just Mm -hmm. a saint. I'm perfect. I'll never mess up. No, let's think about ourselves as who we are in Christ. Don't think too highly of yourself. Here's the rest of it. But think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure mm-hmm. of faith. Yeah. The measure. For the believer, this might blow somebody's mind. Nobody out there has more faith than you. Yeah. Mm. You oh, have... <laughs> I, need, I need the sound effect. You have this. the measure of faith. If you go to a restaurant and you order a serving of French fries, you are going to get the serving, the measure of French fries. If you it's order good. a medium coffee... You're going to get the measure yeah. of medium coffee. My medium coffee from this coffee shop is not bigger than somebody else's medium coffee. Yeah. It goes and it fills the medium cup, right? This is one measure of faith, like a muscle. This is, unless there's an exception or, or something different with somebody's anatomy, every human is born with the same amount of muscles. Mm-hmm. The same muscles, then we work them out and make them stronger based on what we do, how we act, how we exercise. That's what faith is. Yeah. We can op- we can make it stronger. We can let it become weak. But we all have the same amount of faith. It is the faith of Jesus. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and and it, it, it comes with our salvation. And when we're talking about we got to walk by faith and who we are in Christ and not by what we see, like yeah. we are in this episode here, we're not telling you something that's just for super Christians. Mm-hmm. We're not telling you something... That's just for like the four of us in this room where our, our, our entire lives revolve around uh, the, the, the who we are in Christ, even our jobs, even we work at a church. You know, it's not this is not for any super Christian. Yeah, this is for every person who's ever said yes to Jesus. All you have to do is to begin to make a decision yeah. to walk and act on who you are mm-hmm. in Christ. Act on that faith. Will was talking from Hebrews 11, the hall of faith. Abraham, we, we just talked about him. It also mentions Joseph, I believe. Joseph was called to have authority and power, yet he found himself in a pit, being sold into slavery. And then once he was running that home, being falsely accused of a crime and thrown into another prison. Yeah. He was called, and who was he in the spirit? He was a person with authority. Yeah. He was a person who he had a dream that his brothers and dad would bow down to him. Yeah, he kept finding himself in prisons, in pits, mm. but he had to act on that faith. And when he had a chance, every time he had a chance, he acted on that faith. David was called to rule a nation, mm-hmm. to be a king whose line would never cease. To this day, a king from the line of David is still on the throne, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Yet where did he find himself when that was told to him? The only thing he ruled over was a flock of sheep. It's crazy. And it wasn't even... Uh, the big city's flock. It was his father's own flock. It was his family's flock. That's where he was when he was told, you'll have authority. You're going to rule this nation, right? Everybody in this hall of faith, you can see the enemy coming against who they are 
in the spirit, who they're called to be. He, the enemy wants you to think the exact opposite mm-hmm. of who you are yeah. in the spirit. But when we look to the word, like Brittany said, according to the word, every believer has the same promises. We have different callings, right. but we have the same promises. Yeah. Right. So who are we in the spirit? And if you're listening to this show, you know a lot more than the average person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk about it a lot, mm-hmm. but go to the word. Who are you now? Act on it. Yeah. And Act you, on it and watch things change. You mentioned that this is not just for the super believer. In John 20, 24 through 29, I mean, we're talking about doubting Thomas. Thomas gets a bad rap a lot yep. of the time, but this is somebody who walked day and day and day with Jesus. He was with him all the time. He saw the miracles. He was right there. And still, he had a, a little bit of doubt, a little bit of unbelief. He said, unless I see the nail marks... And I put my finger in his side. I will not believe. And then a week later, uh, a week later, his disciples, you know, they come back and say um, they were in the house and the doors were locked. Jesus comes in and says, peace be with you. And, and Jesus literally called out his unbelief. And then Thomas said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, because you have seen, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So don't count yourself short if you're having some unbelief. Listen, it happens. But the point is, is like we are called as believers to be blessed. That is what I'm getting from that. Jesus is calling me to say, look, I want you to be considered blessed. I want you to believe even though you're not seeing those things. I want you to put your faith into action. That's what I'm I'm getting from that. And and I feel like, you know, you you live such a a more uh sustainable way of living by doing that. I was thinking last week when we were talking, like I just wrote this down and I don't even know if it'll make sense, but when you're like comparing things to the world, right? We live in a really uh, instant gratification time right now. If we're hungry, we order some food on our phone and it's here in 10 minutes. If we're tired, we go to bed. If we're, you know, we want a good laugh, we turn on the office and we watch it and then we have a good laugh or whatever. So it's easy. Um, Faith is not always easy. It's it's based on things that we're hoping for, that we are are trying to build our lives from. We're trying to start a family. We're trying to move careers. We're trying to do something. It's unseen. It's not as easy. But the instant gratification is easy, but it is only for a moment. You know, that food that you ordered on your phone, it's only going to last you for about five hours until you're hungry again. Uh, that, that show that you watched, it's only going to make you happy for 30 minutes or so unless you remember some of it later, but faith will literally sustain you. It will keep you Mm -hmm. living, right? Even though you cannot see the things that you're believing for, it will be your lifeline when you're putting it into work, more so than any other physical thing. This $6 water that I've got in front of me. I thought it was four. Okay, it was really sick. I think it might go up to eight before the day's over. (laughs) It's only going to last me, you know, as long as I can make it last. Can refill that bottle? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, thinking about it like that, like I, I just, I want to be sustained. I don't want to just go from moment to moment. And to me, the way that I can do that is if I'm having a day where, man, maybe I've got an anxious thought. Look, if I can't get my mind wrapped around it, I can I can definitely open up the word and then I can immediately see right yeah. there all these accounts of, okay, well, first of all, I'm not condemned by that because I can look at a disciple who had some <laughs> doubt and he was with Jesus every day, so I'm not condemned by that at all. Um, and it's just encouraging to see that. And 
sorry, go ahead. That's okay. I um, was just going to say, it's not like, like what we're saying sometimes like to someone might be like, oh, it kind of sounds, what's the word? Like woo woo or what do you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, like woo woo? I don't think, I don't think <laughs> it's definitely the word like, I would describe. Like, happy go lucky or something like cheerleader. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like loopy or yeah. Like, like uh, yeah. Like loopy. Like woo woo. Like woo, like woo, woo. <laughs> we got it. Woo, woo, I mean, yeah. Um, but just kind of like, okay, guys, like, you know, go, I, have, but I have a scripture that goes with that. Okay, go woo-woo. okay, yeah, it actually goes with woo woo. <laughs> um, James chapter two verse seventeen says, uh, "So then, faith that doesn't involve action is phony." Yeah, like it's just like it's right. not, it's goofy, right? And it's just like when you like. Is that what hear, you meant by woo-woo? It is, yeah, woo-woo. Like, like, you know, like we're, like you can hear what we're saying and then you're like, I don't know what you're talking about because I'm not seeing any change in my life. You have to go to the Lord and say, I need you to reveal to me mm-hmm. what I need to change right now. Because like we will say this a thousand times. Every time I preach, I say this, it is never the Lord's fault, ever. Like if there's something not going right, like it's mm-hmm. not on God. It's a hundred percent on me. And like, is it, you know, like Will and I had some things we were going through, like just kind of really, I don't know, Will, were we bickering or just fighting or mad or uh, domestic, well, just a domestic, domestic fight. We just say a yellow yeah, domestic, well, you know, and it felt like we were having a domestic every day, like just kind of mad or whatever. I remember going on a walk, like, Lord, why is this happening? Like, is there something in will you should change? Because it's clearly yeah, not it's me. The other person. No, but I was like praying about, and I just heard the Lord say, this is a total lack of self-control on both of your parts. Like, mm. stop getting so mad. Stop letting things like use some self-control. You know, like, I'm just saying that it's not woo-woo. It's not like, you know okay, I hear what you're saying, but nothing's changing. It's like, Mm. you have to do something. You have to say, if the Lord said to me, this is a lack of self-control, what am I going to do? I'm going to get a verse on self-control. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to be patient, use some self-control. And you know what, you know what I'm saying? Like that is exactly what the verse you were saying. Yeah. I mean, I, and the, the one that while, while you guys were talking was like faith without works is dead. dead. And so that's the verse you read. So no, the verse that I read goes a little before that says verse 17, but Mm. then verse 26 says faith without Mm. works is dead. So it's like faith. I love that how it says it in the passion faith that doesn't involve action is phony. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, anytime the Lord spoke a word into someone, there was an action, like immediate action to follow. Right. Every time, like Even, go take my people, you know, yeah. go. Jesus cursed the fig tree. It was immediate. It yeah. took a little while to see it physically, right. but yeah. it was immediate. Those roots died. And right. even with the um, man, you know, they lowered into the into the house to get, you know, the p- paralytic. Yep. He had to get up yeah. and yep. walk. And like I was watching The Chosen man. and like, <laughs> I know I'm going to keep bringing it up. make you cry. And it's so like good. you or watching this show and it for some reason made this sense to me of like that paralytic could have continued to see himself as that, mm-hmm. you know, like when Jesus said, get up and walk, he could have been like, I can't, he did. I mean, as far as we know in the word, he just got up and walked. He's mm-hmm. like, I believe you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like 
he did not see himself as he was, but as God said he was. Mm. Well, Jesus also told the man with the withered hand, stretch out your hand. Yeah. Right. And he did. And it was healed. It's an act of faith. I, uh, I love the, the verse, faith without works is dead. And um, it does speak to the fact that like, if we say we have faith, but we don't act on it, it, it doesn't, it's not alive. But there's another, I love looking at it a different way as well. Everything we're talking about is because of Jesus. Faith without work is dead. We can have faith all day that we can have self-control. Yet, if in the natural we're hot-tempered, we mm-hmm. have not practiced self-control, we we won't have it. It's, it's yeah. phony. Mm-hmm. But yeah. faith through mm-hmm. the work of Jesus, Yeah. faith because of Jesus. When I say I know I can operate in self-control because of Jesus, yeah. that takes it from being the phony stuff to mm-hmm. the real stuff. Yeah. Faith yeah. without the work of Jesus is dead. So I can say all day, anxiety, you don't have a place in my life. I, I, I'm filled with peace. Without Jesus, mm-hmm. it's just phony words. That's right. right. But because of the work of Jesus, yeah. our faith that I can operate in peace is alive and yeah. it's real. I love that. And all that we brought up Thomas because mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of stories about Thomas, but we know three things about him really besides that he was a disciple. We call him Doubting Thomas because after the resurrection, he said he wouldn't believe until mm-hmm. he saw the holes, put his hands in the holes. Uh, the second thing that we knew about him was a little before when Jesus was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. Um, he had to go back to Judea where people just had tried to stone him. And one of the disciples says, uh, are we going back to Judea? They just tried to kill you there. And Thomas says, let's follow him back and die with him. Mm. Hmm. Like Thomas was the disciple that said, if Jesus goes back and dies, I go back and die. And later in the story, uh, we have him doubting Mm. that Jesus had resurrected. Uh, And what we know about him historically is that he remained faithful and was eventually martyred mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because he would not back down from yeah. his his I message will, of Jesus. Yeah. I never call him Doubting Thomas because yeah. it makes me mad. He's People brave. do that because uh-huh. I'm like... He's brave, Thomas. Uh, P- Peter denied Jesus, and we don't call yeah. him the denier. And no. then all the disciples, all of them well, it, doubted Jesus. And, and we see <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we see this the same thing in their own stories where yeah. they were called and who they were in Christ we see direct attacks upon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thomas was so sure about who Jesus was. He was ready to die with him yeah. and eventually did die for him. Yeah. And yeah. in the middle of it, so you have that very belief being attacked where he says, I won't believe until I yeah. can see it with my own eyes, fill it with my own hands. Yeah. But I love that he didn't get condemned for that. You yeah. know what Jesus yeah. said? Do it. Yeah. 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 Do it. Yeah. And he did. And that was awesome. Peter, Denied Jesus three times. Their next interaction. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my Actually, sheep. Do you he love cooked me? him some fish. Feed, he cooked him for him. Yeah, Which it was even great. Cooler. There yeah. is just every time you see through the word, Old Testament, New Testament, when identity is attacked, yeah. every you have a choice. Yeah. Am I going to give in to what this world or what the devil is telling me about me? Or am I going to, through faith, act on who I am That's in right. the spirit, yeah. mm-hmm. in right. Christ? Yeah, and it's not phony. It's not fake it till you make it. It's actually like real. this. Yeah, it's real. It's like this is who, this yeah. is who I really am. Yeah. Um. And you know, I mean, we brought up Abraham at the very beginning, but Abraham began to believe the word that God was speaking to him more than the mm-hmm. natural, That's more right. than and and I love that God changed his name and you know. For each each person um, that Jesus came into contact with, he did he changed their names, yeah, he, he changed their identity, um, and so as you press into Jesus, 
you know, he begins to shape you and change your name and call you and tell you who you are. And like you were, we were talking about the calling, like he begins to show you who you really are. And then your calling gets just filled up with hope. Mm -hmm. And then your faith begins to get just like you said, a muscle, it begins to grow. And so I guess that's our, um, that's a wrap guys. Yeah. As we're, (laughs) as we're closing, I just want to read this over everybody listening as kind of a declaration. This is to finish, finish off of Hebrews chapter 11. I'm even saying this for us in this room right now. I feel like this is a declaration over us, but after we read through the hall of faith, we're on verse 33 and he says, by faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled mm. with justice, and received what God has promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. So I just encourage you with yeah. that right now. If you, like we said, if you've been dealing with this bout of anxiety or if you've been dealing with anything like that, I thank you right now. Thank you, Jesus, that the people listening yes. to this, that their faith is is just, it's, it's like you just lifted a thousand pound weight. You're just so energized and so strengthened by your faith right now. You're ready to, you're ready to receive what God has promised you. Uh, you're ready to shut the mouth of the lions, shut the mouth of the enemy, quench those flames of fire, and, and your weakness is being turned to strength right now in Jesus' name. And you are strong and ready to put whole armies to flight. You're ready to put those whole business plans to flight. You're ready to put that whole family to flight that you've been dreaming about. Um, All those dreams in your heart, you're ready to put them to action and ready to put them to flight through faith and by faith in what Jesus has done and given you today. Amen. And I just thank you, Jesus, for that. And we love you guys. We hope you tune in next week. Mm Mm-hmm. We're having so much fun in 2024. Man, what a blast of a year it has been. Fun at, fun, <laughs> wow. fun in every door. Fun in every door, 2024. 2024. And That's uh, the word. we love you guys. The we got some more. got some exciting things coming up this year, and we hope you stick around for it. Yep. And we are going to sign off by saying goodbye in our own way. Here we go. Three, two, one. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Peace. Goodbye. That was some big energy. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us for Coffee at FCG. We are so thankful for you, and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message, whatever you want to do, info at fcgastonia.com. If you'd like to give to our church, uh, obviously, we're a, we're a church, so it's a nonprofit status. You'll get a giving statement at the end of the year. You can go to our website, fcgastonia.com, and hit the giving link right there. Um, it's a great way for you to, it's a great place for you to sow. So we would love to hear from you. Just conversation. Let us know your prayer needs. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. But uh, we are so glad you're with us, and we will hear from you soon. You'll hear from us soon.